0: Welcome to Box 2, brought to you in partnership with Best Westerns Hotel GB, supporting local, proudly independent hotels. I'm your host, Jimmy Jones Buchanan, and each week I'll be sitting down with players, staff and special guests around Leeds Rhinos to tell their stories, preview upcoming weeks at the club and chat about all things Rhinos. Let's see what I've got in the hot seat for this episode. Then I've got uh, the 13 players out there to finish the match and Poaching might well finish off Huddersfield here and he does And Calderwood with a really kick over the top looking for Poaching It bounces kindly, Poaching touches down Whoa. Back it goes to Marcus By. infield it goes to Willie Poaching He scored the try, how on earth did he sneak the arm out there But for how long, Sinfield Sinfield dumps the ball back, Poaching is it! Coaching levels the score! Oh, it's unbelievable. unbelievable stuff! McGuire with the kick to the in-goal area, coaching! Fully! <laughs> First 20. Three breaks, two tries Bay one try scored. A better than tonight, please save it. Second I'm joined this week, and I'm really excited as well to be joined by former teammate, good old friend, and ex-Leeds Rhinos player Willie Porteous, with an air of sadness as well, because after 25 years, a quarter of a century, I believe, decided to go home. You're going back to New Zealand.
1: Yeah, it's uh, an opportunity for us to to go back and restart, I suppose. Um, after 25 years, as you say, of being here and. Taken a lot from the country, given a little bit, yeah. taken a lot. Um, decided to to go back, and a few things have happened, Jonesy over the last year at home and family things, um, and we've reflected on the birthdays, the births, the weddings, and the people that have come and gone in our family that we we know but don't know. We want to get to know. So to go home and, and meet some of that and be home for some of that. And I've got some young nieces and nephews that are coming through playing rugby league and I've never seen them play. I'd like to yeah. go back and, and watch some of that and then enjoy some of that with the family. But th- that's been the big pull to go back family. And um, whilst I say we're going to see family, we're leaving family here too. My boys are going to stay here. They're embedded and you know deeply entrenched in this part of the world, Wakefield especially. and. They're gonna stay behind to start with, live in our house, and uh you know, they're they're of an age now where they can start to find their feet in life and, and make their own way, but rather than leave them, mum and dad's running away.
0: <laughs> I told Emma this morning when we went out for a run, she went, oh no, because obviously Alan OTT miss him, they stay in touch obviously on Facebook, social media. I'd love to see Brent Webb for five minutes and have yep. a chat with him. Same with you, so we'll have to stay in touch, mate. But I want to talk a little bit about some of your highlights a little bit later on, and Wakefield, as you mentioned there. But listen, let's go back. St. Helen's big result for the Leeds Rhinos last week. I don't think anybody really expected it. And if rugby League was like a game of conquerors or like boxing, we'd be the world champions right now, really. <laughs> I don't think anybody expected it. But what were your thoughts on the game?
1: Outstanding. Outstanding performance and a, a great show of res- resilience and patience to stay in the game. And it ebbed and flowed and the scoreboard ebbed and flowed and to go to St Helens on such a big night for that club to celebrate what they did at Penrith you know which was a, a fantastic feat for our game let alone that club but for the club to go across and I've got to say a little story and I, I feel a bit rude that it happened and now that they were right I, I bumped into Cameron Smith and Reese Martin the weekend before uh, and we're just talking about it and I said to Matt, how you doing? It was the night after they'd just lost a whole here and said, who you got next week? And Reese said, St Helens. And I, I must have put on a look of, oh, have you? And <laughs> Reece, All of that rightly so, said to me, what's that look about? And you know, whether they got some motivation out of that, great on them for going out and getting the result that they did and, and turning that performance around, especially two weeks prior. The performance against Warrington was way below what they would have expected yeah. and what they wanted. So the turnaround in such a short space of time, fantastic. And well done to Rowan Smith and the boys. Yeah, Rowan likes to think a little bit out of the box and orthodox at times. We've
0: been shifting the ball really well. I think Ash Ashlandish tries a really good example of that. He talked about resilience and it's pretty difficult to get in a war of attrition with St. Helens. So you've got to do things a little bit different. Is that how you think teams will undo St. Helens maybe this year?
1: Unless you're prepared to stay in the grind and play that power game, and you've yeah. got a, you've got a physical side that can go with them for those long periods, I, I think you do. You've you've got to chance your arm a little bit, and be prepared to to have an error or two, and back it up with some steely defence for again for long periods, which the team did. And you know if you're prepared to stay in the grind and not get too impatient, if you get behind a little bit on the scoreboard, and you can stay with it and play the 80 minutes. You know, you're a chance. There was a great drop goal from Blake Austin, of course, to to polish the game off and, and put the game away f-, for the Leeds boys. But yeah, I like the teams that are playing football, the, the Salford style and what Leeds are doing. It's, it's Leeds football, and, and yes. Rowan, as you say, is is from that coaching tree, if you like, from the Smiths that like to do that and express yourselves. And you know, I've part of it you've been part of it and it's a great way to play and can be really very rewarding i'm really pleased for some of the young
0: blocks as well that are coming back through and i mentioned in particular tommy allroyd got coaches awards i think rowan's been really impressed with him torrid here last year with injury but he's firing himself out of a cannon isn't he, he looks really powerful and he's getting a, a bit of joy as well
1: yeah and he's been there or thereabouts for a little while and you know, he's been in and out and he's never really had a consistent run on the side and I think with Rowan there, I think he'll get that chance. He looks really fit. Um, he looks like he's uh, ready to push. And he's sort of like the young Mikolai Ledsky. Yep. He's ready to go and step into that piece. And, you know, Mike is going to be there for a long time to come, but he's another one he's pushing through. And he's on that conveyor belt and, you know, came through the academy system. I remember watching him, a big, big kid, um, but he's got himself fit and he's a Super League player already and they just need him out week in, week out and I'm sure he wants to and can keep getting those coaches awards. Samuel Walters is
0: a player that I've been working with the last few years in my coaching role, trying to bring him on, being a bit of a mentor, a bit of a contentious moment there, where we're all thinking is that a shoulder charge? Is he going to go to the bin? Is he going to get penalised at a real critical moment? And I'll be honest with you, I was surprised when he's turned around and given us the penalty, like, wow. And I'll be honest with you, I thought it was fine. Um, I hadn't seen it back and listened to the commentary or any sort of rationale around the decision. But what were your thoughts on Sam Walters in particular, where he's going in that
1: moment in game? Yeah, another one. He's a young fella that's come through and he's probably, what's he been here, three or four years now. And yeah. he's grown and into a Leeds player and he fits the mould of what this team wants and... He's just finding his feet as far as what the coach wants. Um, and again, he'll be a consistent player. And off off the bench when he comes off, he's fantastic. But you don't know with those rulings. Yeah. You know, it's uh, <laughs> we're still a bit grey with some of the, the shoulder charges and the late hits. And you know, last year they brought in, uh, you know, flexion and all this sort of stuff. But yeah, fortunate for Leeds, they got the penalty and you know, a bit of momentum then.
0: Cam Smith, I think 53 tackles, 118 metres. He's been good for a, a number of weeks now. A lot of ball distribution goes through him. He's churning up a lot of work. He's really growing into that number 13 shot. I, I mentioned him last week, but he's been excellent as well, hasn't he?
1: He's a footballer. Yeah. He's a footballer. Um, both him and his brother Danny have a very similar mould of players. And yeah. Whilst they're big physically, they're very skillful and probably made a name for themselves in Cameron especially you know he slots into that six roll when needed and he can play he can kick but what he's shown now is he's ready to roll his sleeves up and, and do the graft and do the gritty stuff as well and that's enormous work rate 53 tackles and got a great try for the side and you know if he can get that mixture of playing that middle heavy role and and be the tractor that goes up the field and does the hard stuff as well as being able to mix it up with that football you know won't be far off getting another James Graham I think that's a big call I know but um such is the talent of the kid
0: no I think it's great it's a great shout I thought Eden Caesar and Blake Austin were very, very good as well. Let's talk a little bit about you going home, really. Somebody down under back in New Zealand is going to benefit from your discipleship. I'm sure you was one of those players that had all the skills, all the ability, the ability to bump offload to play as well. He had all the vision. There's some great pedagogy, some teaching coming back down to New Zealand. But tell us a little bit about your plans when you go back home. What's, what's the first cam off at rank for you?
1: Uh. We're going to call into Australia and see my in-laws. That's the first cab. And whilst we're in Brisbane, I've, as I said, I've got some meetings organised. I've, I've got some people to catch up with. And uh, I, I'd love to stay in coaching. And when I get back to Auckland, eventually, you know, I've, I've got a uh, couple of roles. My brother-in-law coaches our local team, and I'm, I'm, it's his first year in charge of the team, and he's got a very young side by all accounts. And I'm going to go back and, and give him a hand and help him out. I'm going to do a little bit with my school. Um, school rugby is is big. It's massive. And my cousin coaches the team. So I'm going to go back and help them as well. So I'll keep my hands in there. Uh, I've done the radio, but for quite a while now, Z over here. Um, since I played, actually. And I've, I've continued to do it uh, throughout, um, even while I was coaching. And I got to do a bit of the TV stuff, like yourself. And I loved it. I'm pretty ambitious, and to pursue some of that when I get home, yeah. and I've spoken to a couple of people about opportunities um, to get into the broadcasting and do some commentary and call the game. I love talking the game. Sure. I love uh, helping people that watch the game get an explanation of why people do stuff, why things happen in the game, and the causes and effect of uh, s- structures and plays, and um, you know, trying to give people outside of our knowledge of the game, uh, some of that awareness of you know why things are going on. So yeah. um, I'd like to be able to do some of that as a job and get into some of that when I get home. But we'll see what what leads and what, uh, what lies ahead for us. A great wealth of experience that you're going to take back.
0: Obviously the opportunities that we've all had from uh, Rugby League. I think you came over with the intention of staying for two years, ended up 25, started off... Honestly, it's crazy when you reflect on that time over here. What are some of your highlights?
1: Uh, the biggest highlight, Jonesy, is the friendships that I'll take yeah. f- forever. Um, you know, yourself and everybody that we played with. We, we played in such a special group at a special time and probably special as well because, you know, we had promise to start with and then when we first came the grand finals had eluded the club for 30 odd years and we were chasing it and uh, the perennial underachievers was what the club was known as so to be part of the group that sort of kicked on and helped start what no one could ever imagine would follow yeah um the group is still as tight as ever you know most of us have hung the boots up and we've moved on to different phases of life and we still stay in contact in our message groups and when we come for the ex-players groups you know, we all love you know when i was working at the various clubs and still coming to leeds and bumping into yourself and seeing kev and you know see danny mags at at hulk ar you know it's like time has never left us so um, those things the relationships and the people um the memories that i have uh, will always live with me they're the greatest things that i'll ever take back along with what this place has given to my kids and my family. I'm forever grateful for the life that we've been able to live and the life and the friendships that my kids have been able to create. And I say we go home leaving them behind, but I go home safe in the knowledge that they're in good hands. Um, They've got a good circle of friendship and friends and we know people that will look out for them. And I'm forever grateful for that. on the football side of it, obviously the grand finals and the World Club challenges and the big nights and those, those things, you know, the medals sit in the drawer, and I know that I can pull them out and reflect and reminisce every now and again. And, and I still do sometimes.
0: <laughs> Me too. It's brilliant to, to look back at a, at a ring, at a medal, a certain moment in time, it's like unbottling, uncorking a vintage bottle of wine, but I totally agree. It's all about the relationships and the people that you go on those journeys with. Um, you've been doing some work with Rugby League Cares as well, Willie. Really. Giving back. I think we all finished with a great debt of gratitude. I did for sure. We want to give back. Just tell us about some of the work you've been doing with them.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I uh, had a conversation with uh, Francis Cummins, uh, probably pre-Christmas, just about uh, Francis Stevenson, sorry, just about the game and overseas players and how they transition and how they settle and. His question was, uh, are they, as Rugby League Cares and as leaders of that side of the game, I suppose, um, are they doing enough to help educate players to some of the intricacies of settling over here? Um, We sign an overseas player, we give them a contract and they look at the financial side of it. There might be a house, there may be a car, but there's some things that are very different to what happens back in Australia or in New Zealand um, and I found that out myself 25 years ago that the tax system is very different the council tax uh, is different uh, you have to insure your car which is different um, TV licenses yeah that you don't have to pay for at home um, so there's players coming across that are very unaware like I was um, my thing was 25 years down the track there's still players being caught out by this you know yeah. is there an avenue that we need to teach and prevent this from happening again so i've just been around on behalf of rugby league cares to all the overseas players in every club sat down found out what their feedback was and sure enough there's a lot of people falling into some of these traps because of they're not being educated and not aware and it's not solely down to the clubs
0: yeah
1: um, Rightly so, rugby league cares understands that there's a responsibility for somebody to get get in there and teach the players and teach the agents about some of the trappings and some of the responsibilities that you have living over here. And because I've done both, and yeah. uh, you know, I've I've probably sit in a position where I can help and do some of that. So what you're saying then essentially is that you've been here
0: 25 years and you've never paid your TV licence. Yeah, that's, that's what you're talking Well,
1: it's <laughs> funny. Maybe uh, that's why he's running. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I wish. I'd, I remember the days, Jones, you know, I told some of the boys about when the vans used to come around and check every houses and had a, had a bit of a scanner. You We've know, gone past those days. But, um, guys didn't realise, they uh-huh. don't know what a TV licence is, they don't even, a lot of them didn't know about having to change their driver's licence
0: right.
1: and how they do that, um, and it's not their fault, oh, yeah. so, you don't know what you don't know, And but they need to find this out, they need to be armed with some of this, and um, there's a whole lot of things, getting a GP, schooling for, for their children, yep. um, all those sorts of things that, you know, if we can put something together, and present it to the next crop of players that are coming across. Hopefully they're a lot more prepared to come over. In doing so, they're a lot more settled when they arrived, which in turn helps them when they perform. So the clubs win and the game as a whole wins.
0: Looking forward to uh, this week, we've got Wakefield. It's a team that you know very well. you played at Wakefield. Coached at Wakefield, and if I remember correctly, he was Mayor of Wakefield for a little while as well. We used to joke, but Wakefield, Trinity, who've not had a great start to the season. They've not scored a try in the last two games, but they're going to be dangerous coming here. We can't take them for granted. Nobody expected us to get a win last week. Tom Alliwell sat there and said, let's go to Saints and spoil the party. Well, Wakefield will be coming here to try and knock us off as well. What do you expect Wakefield to bring this week? And how are they going to get over this challenge we have got of not
1: scoring tries. well they were much improved last week yeah uh, against a giant side they were very very hungry and desperate to get their first win and i thought defensively last week wakefield were a different team to what they put out and how they performed against wigan the week before that when they lost sixty 0 attacking wise they're struggling a little bit it's it is tough z for them at the moment and they're looking for their first win of the season uh coming down here I know as a a Wakefield player and a former coach, there's no better place. You're almost coming to Big Brother's house and you want to take the two points away from them, but it'll be very difficult. As you said, Leeds confident after their performance last week. They're on a trajectory where their performances are improving as well. Um, It'll be very tough for Wakefield, but they're starting to click. Um, Defensively, as I said, outstanding, great effort, Uh, Physicality from them a lot better, it's the attacking side, they've they've got to start ticking that scoreboard over.
0: Lino, Gaskell, big threats when they've got the ball in hand and things are going their way. As you said, to keep Huddersfield at eight points is a a fair old achievement, so it looks like they're getting that defence sorted out. You just said that. Who are some of the individuals that we need to keep an eye out, do you reckon,
1: this week? I thought Liam Hood and Geordie Crowther were great additions. They hadn't played a game yet, they'd been injured through pre-season and I thought their introduction back into the team was important and and they performed really well. I thought uh, Liam Hood especially set a real standard early on in the game for how they were going to defend in the game. And they've got to get some of that synergy back between Gaskell, Leno and Hood um, and they've got to try and settle on it. It's difficult because Max Yowett's out for a while now in finding that fullback and Liam Kay started the game at fullback for them on the weekend and performed to the point where he probably play there again and then they've got a big week to try and create that synergy we all understand the importance <laughs> of the spine and how they direct and get the team around and, and get them to the places to orchestrate some of those scoring opportunities yeah. so those four as you mentioned those two they'll be very important and Liam Hood especially playing his eyes up from dummy half and seeing where they where they go and try and spot any opportunity that possibly leads to gaskell lean or hood
0: that could be the trinity in wakefield trinity can't wait to get you all back down to edinley stadium great following and a big thanks to those who went over to st Helens. you made a big difference as the game went on there big thanks for joining us again in box two big thanks to our guest willie porching can't wait to see you on friday get down there have a great week see you then god bless. <laughs>